Hi folks, Baron here. This is just a note to let you know that the following episode was recorded in a foyer area of the cinema and it's got quite a bit of noise over the top of it and the recording is not wonderful. However, I think that the content is pretty good still, so hope you can deal with the sound quality and enjoy the episode. Hi, welcome boys and girls. It's Baron and the Doc here for a on-location review of Promising Young Woman by Emerald Ferrell. How are you, Baron? Good, how are you? Yeah, very good. We should add that we are, for the very first time, we've just come out of the cinema and we're inside <coughs> the cinema complex still. This is the Palace Cinemas at Pentridge, the new ones. And we're doing a podcast right here with with wine. How oh, good is that? Well, I've barely been in public, let alone at, at a movie. <laughs> no mask. No mask. In public. Yeah, Crazy. this is Australia and the virus. Like we've done well. We've got our dodgy little microphone and camera set up here right in the bar. Um, yep. This is the show where we talk about films and the films that we're reminded of while watching those films. And there are spoilers. There are spoilers. And we've just watched this film, Promising Young Woman. So this is unrehearsed. We're, we're normally unrehearsed anyway. We're but normally this is, fairly unrehearsed. <laughs> this is fresh, fresh off the film. Um, and. <laughs> And then we, we finished watching the film, which is only like 15 minutes ago. Yep. And then we, the, the film stops and we just sit there, can't talk to each other <laughs> because we, we don't want to spoil the podcast. It's how weird is that? It's so odd because yep. normally what happens, the film finishes and you've got, you feel like you feel almost a pressure to have three great thoughts straight away for whoever you're watching the film with. Or at least I do, right? Oh, do you have that? Well, completely. I hadn't. I hadn't diagnosed it as three thoughts, but <laughs> I do feel I want to say something straight yes. away. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, exactly. And have a couple of zingers, right? Yeah. And we had to hold on to that. Okay. And I'm busting. So, um, yeah. no, before we get to what did you think, what did you come into this thinking? Like, did you, had you done any research? Did you know what you were in for? No, not at all. Not at all. I, I actually knew nothing about the film. This is one of those early releases that they do sometimes. Uh, and Palace do it particularly well because they put out a thing saying, you know, this is meant to be coming out, I think, around Christmas. Mm. Come in early, you can spend a little bit extra and get <laughs> an ice cream and a glass of Prosecco, which is just like sold the deal entirely for us, didn't it? Didn't it though, that ice cream, that was perfect. <laughs> and the Prosecco, I'm not yeah. normally a champagne -y sort of guy, but that was, that was nice. It just feels good. It feels good to be out again, no masks, <laughs> drinking champagne, having an ice cream at the cinemas. And, and May I say, the, you get the choice of the <laughs> standard, the feature length, the epic or the double feature. So Of course we went for the double feature, although we've been drinking. We're, we're, <laughs> we're now below epic, I am at least. Yeah, you are too. Yeah, I'm below epic, I'm feature, so <laughs> we've, we've had one. Should we start off with a synopsis? Let's tell people what to expect, yep. what this film's about, and then we can get into details. Okay, well, it's, it's about a woman, Cassie, who is she she had an awful experience about seven years ago i think it was when her and a, her friend basically was uh, we think we think raped we assume raped um and then as a result of that killed herself we don't know that straight away but this is the story of cassie basically getting revenge on everyone that had anything to do with that the perpetrators yes but also the bystanders the people didn't do, who didn't do anything to stop it um the people who you know um knowingly tried to get the guy off 
uh, and that, that's that's a journey. It's almost like a it's a thriller of yeah. of, um, of her sort of getting revenge on everyone. And I don't want to say more of that. I think that's a setup that that's enough for me. That's the basic that's the basic premise, isn't it? I mean, it's all about that revenge, and the revenge gets more and more focused as the film yes. goes on. It starts off. Uh, we've got staff like walking in past us here. <laughs> it starts off as a very broad sort of revenge on men, doesn't mm. it? In fact, the opening shot of the film is just a whole bunch of dudes in khaki um, pants, like hip thrusting, and just a whole bunch of groin shots. And that straight away sets the scene. Like, you know, men are gross, and we're going to get into that with this film, right? Well, can we just dwell on that scene? So <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's as you get into the theatre, and that's the first scene you have. I thought it was immaculately done, like as a tone setter yeah uh it was just objectifying men but also just seeing it from a, a a woman's perspective of just how disgusting we all are and they're on the dance floor and uh i don't know i, I wanted i wanted to disown my gender yeah this whole film is that really i mean it's it's um uh, it, it's very much coming from a woman's perspective, mm. but it is a film that men and women can enjoy. It, it's uh, sorry, I'm bumping the table. It's a um, there is a statement here. It's a very strong statement. However, it's it's also a blending of genres and styles mm. in a way that means you can kind of enjoy some of some of the craziness, some mm. of the genre tropes. And you're not too focused on that statement the whole way through, even though it just keeps coming back up and up again. And, and men are gross. That's what that's what you sort of go, come away with, right? Well, that's what it, you you <laughs> definitely start there. Yeah. Uh, and like the the genre tropes you talk about are, are many, many and varied. Like it's not just one or two. They yeah. they throw in a lot of a lot of genres as you as you go as you go through. Uh, did you like it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I thought it was likable. Mm. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. And I think one of the reasons that I didn't love it is what we've just been talking about. Yep. Is the, the, the mishmashing of genres. I, it felt quite schizophrenic at times. Like yeah, it, yeah. And I think, so Emerald Fennell, the writer-director this is a debut feature for her yeah we, we should have mentioned her yeah. earlier i should have mentioned her in the intro sorry yeah well i think i think i don't know a lot about her as a creative but like just what we've quickly looked up um has given me the sense that she's written a lot of tv this mm. is her debut feature and the tv thing really stu stood out to me because i was already thinking about tv yep. before i knew anything about her because there is an episodic nature to this film yeah definitely and you can do what she's done here in tv really successfully where each episode leans on a different genre and is kind of wild in that way where yep. it might go one way and have a, a full episode that's sort of yeah kind of batshit you're, ta you're talking buffy uh, buffy the musical episode right sort of exactly yeah, yeah. Whereas, whereas when you have that in a film and think that you can just put up some sort of this is a new episode lettering um, <laughs> and it's going to be okay uh, it kind of threw me a bit. I think that that was that was yeah. an issue. I, I loved it in one way, but overall, I, I thought it let the film down a little bit. You know, I reckon I disagree. I reckon yeah. I loved it. I, I might have I might have just loved it. Yeah. And I'm not prone to like these statement kind of films. And mm. you know, uh, 
and I, I often feel for the the bloke's perspective in, in this I have to say but this was I thought really cleverly done so it's it was making a statement but within a really believable crazy story yeah um, and, and the, the little genre nods just were fun stylistically I thought yeah interesting I look I I didn't have a problem with the statement part of it either. Like mm. I thought that was that was good, and and I loved that there was one of the little, the little sort of sections of it, was early on in the film. She's taking home these men, randomly by pretending to be drunk, like sort of almost knockout, like drunk. Yeah, yeah. Like she's about to fall over and pass out, and just to lure men in who would who she would then sort of test to see if they were they would take her back try and get her back to their apartment and if they did she'd go along with it yeah right up until the moment they tried to sort of force themselves on her and then she'd suddenly just wake up and say i'm actually totally sober and the guys would freak out mm. um there was one guy though that was just before he did uh he was talking about his this novel he's writing about what it's like to be a man oh, in this day and age that was so funny it was hilarious wasn't it and it was almost like it was inserted because Emerald was aware that some dudes would end up watching this film and be a little bit sort of put off by the whole statement of it <laughs> and be a little bit like, yeah, but being a man these days, you've got to deal with all this crap all the time. And, and that's what that was. That was like a oh. little, look at, look at how that sounds when you, when you see an actor say it, you know? That was, the, that was the most perfect version of that. Yeah. But that was littered all throughout. Like yeah. all the, as a, as a bloke, all the things that, you know, I might have come back with um, yeah. Not if I was in the situation, but just uh, in an in an argument, like saying yeah, legitimising things, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, they all just came back into my face as how really how stupid these things are and how how they're not getting the point. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I thought uh, that did it so well in that scene. I'm not sure who the actor was. He's been in things, maybe american pie type things it, yeah he was an american no he was no he was and he was in kick-ass he was definitely in kick-ass that's it kick-ass yeah. yes <laughs> but that scene was so perfect because he was the, the 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 sentences starting with i you know i this i that yeah. he hasn't got any idea who he is he thinks he's a good guy yeah through all this he's writing a novel about how you know how hard it is to be a man but like yep. you couldn't get funnier than any of that really would you say that sort of the essay thesis or whatever like of this whole thing was like the the statement is that a lot of men um think that they're good guys while doing horrendous crap and they yes. get away with it by saying i'm actually a good guy is that sort of the whole thing here is that what we get well down that's to? one of them and, and that spoke to me really yeah. uh, I, similar to an ad we had here in australia uh about i think it was some some guy leering at a woman on the tram or something like that and they, that, they yeah. somehow focused on the the purse that the 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 other bloke that mm. turned away or something like that yeah so i think it yeah. really spoke to that middle ground of men who are think that they think they're good blokes who probably are for the most part or who but who may be either on the margins capable of some of this stuff yeah or capable of looking away yeah absolutely and I think it's a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's been, you can tell it, that um, Emerald's been thinking about this for a while. And throughout the writing of this, all of those, that kind of, all of those thoughts and those experiences have yeah, come yeah. together for her to say, 
almost like she's arguing for and against herself the whole way through. Mm. There are a lot of twists, with like uh, little twists to it. I thought the the first one being it's a it's a simple thing, but for, for starters, you're watching this drunk girl and you're you're seeing how the men are kind of acting. Did you expect her to just suddenly wake from the drunken dead and and you know look him in the eye and just say you're a creep? No, I didn't. And then when that happened, I then let straight to. Oh, she's just murdered that guy because the yes. next thing you see is there's this serial killer-esque <laughs> sort of notebook full of like names and she's been crossing, cross, like sort of crossing off the numbers. Yeah, killing them, clearly. C killing them. Yeah, yeah. I, I was certain that's what was going on. But then, but then we discover that's not what's going on and actually all she's doing is just giving them the fright of their life and hoping they learn a lesson, yeah. which becomes her, her thing, right? the whole way through the film. All of her acts of revenge are just, they're psychotic, but they're <laughs> one step short of murder. That's cool. And then you, like she's eating a jam donut or something and the, the jam is, is yeah. just down her arm, like blood-like. Yep. And then the other one where she gets her old girlfriend and the, the wine is on the table. That's right. All these metaphors. But yeah. really, the, the beauty of it all is for the most part, it's just bloodless. Yeah. And it's just, it's, um, it's talking to their ego, to their sense of shame, and and that sort of stuff. I think that's a great, a great revenge. I was I was torn by it because I was expecting one thing and it mm. wasn't. It's it messed with it messed with my head a little bit. Like so, I you think, wanted it to be more gory, and you wanted it to know. be more a psychopath even than she was. I don't was. know if I wanted it to be. I I know that I wanted it to be something more than it was if they were gonna lean that head that yeah, far yeah. into it i wanted something a little more than just you've been let off with a warning you know what <laughs> yes, i mean it's true but but ultimately i think i go for the ride you know like i mm. think i've accepted it um and the way it ends is so shocking that you know you get there in the end the violence happens in some way or another and I think that's better, that's more impactful for the... I, I really loved the fact that it was a non-violent terror, uh, especially which one was it? I think, I think it was that same scene with the, um, the guy from, you said before... From Kick-Ass. From Kick-Ass, yeah. where it, it, it was revealed that she wasn't drunk and that reveal of her not being drunk with the, the delivery and the music and his reaction and everything was played like a horror, full-on horror scenario. Totally. The fact that you've got this girl who isn't drunk ends up being so scary to everyone. Yeah. My goodness, she's not drunk, therefore she's seeing this for what it is. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, that That's was one clever. of the absolute um, best scenes for me. Like, cause it's it, clever. It, it was really played as horror. Yeah, really, the music was and, like full-on horror. Yeah, and there was yeah. no horror involved. It was, she was... Uh, yeah, I totally agree. That 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 is really clever. I I, I think it still it still threw me off as a genre fan. I was mm. completely off balance, mm. and it took me a while to get my balance back. But I think you're right. The fact that she played it so hard towards towards the genre tropes, yeah, yeah. the the horror score, and actually what we were seeing was just something so mundane in a way. Like the although not uh, there's, a, there's a real statement there, but. Um, the fact that just her saying suddenly not being drunk was enough to terrify this guy is interesting. He was terrified. Yeah. 
and men throughout the whole thing were terrified. Yeah. And it was usually about attack on their ego, their sense of self, their reputation, yes. and all that sort of stuff. So that, for yeah. blokes, yeah. is almost like the, the horror-terror scenario. It's, it's the same thing, and it's played out really well. And there's actually a, one little chapter that's just on this, but it's the same yeah, thing yeah. As, as, as road rage. When you're inside your car and you mm. think you're anonymous, and it's you're true. a complete asshole to everyone around you yeah, yeah. and you're like you know flipping everybody off and screaming obscenities and then they get out of the car and suddenly it's not inside the car anymore you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you don't feel comfortable it's it, it's almost that exact same setup the guys yeah. felt anonymous because she was so drunk and all of a sudden they're not because she's not drunk that's exactly that's, that's beautiful isn't that crazy beautiful and, way and of putting it yeah. there is a there is a scene in the film where they where they do that she gets out of the car when this guy's screaming at her and suddenly he just backs right off he doesn't know how to, yeah. how to deal with it and how that and anonymity stuff mm. like the first scene the first guy she um terror you know terrorizes yeah he's he's made to be the the good guy of those three isn't he mm. and you're thinking oh okay uh, a gentleman yeah he and which was and great casting by the way who he who is the, he he was the guy that was in, in uh he's been in lots of things since but he was in um the oc okay and he was always like the heartthrob good guy oh in that, really in that show ah. can't remember his name but uh yeah to place him as the good guy he's gonna do the right thing and he turns yeah. out to be a creep was just a great casting choice and then those little those little moments where he's he makes a decision to to ask her back and then he pours the drink like three times <laughs> yeah. what he's gonna have and what was it like pomegranate snaps or something horrible <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 classic uh, it's really good let's talk about the ending this is a spoiler alert for everyone who's listening yep ending thoughts so, so to set it up she finally goes to confront the guy who um allegedly raped her friend mm. at his bachelor party she pretends she's a stripper coaxes him to go up to the the bedroom he's he's being a fairly decent guy at this stage like he's obviously i think he's a bit of a wanker clearly a wanker but yeah. here he hasn't done anything really wrong right she chains him to the bed and uh then reveals who, who she is and then in the in the process she's she's going to tattoo that's right tattoo the name of her her dead mate all over him yeah he breaks free and kills her yeah now that was horrific, really. When in a in a movie that has no violence, that was a really mo you know, it got you because you watch the whole thing in real time. Like there's no cutting through it. Yeah. You watch him put a pillow on her head and and put his knee on top of that, and you were just waiting for her to die. It was a violent it's sort really of really incredibly confronting after the, after the film we've seen up to that point. And this is this is mm. the person that we've come to love in the film. Yeah. She's the heart of the whole thing. Like they're. Yeah. We, we absolutely like her, yeah, do we not? absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and we've seen her go from being someone who's fairly hopeless and mm. has lost her way to having a relationship that goes full rom-com at one point. Yeah, yeah, we haven't mentioned that rom-com no, That chapter, we need to talk chapter, about that. Yeah. But then, and then that, that falls away. Yeah. Um, but we've gone on a real journey with her by this point. And I think the last thing I was expecting was that she was just gonna unceremoniously die you know i would have i would have thought that's impossible yeah but I, I, didn't, I didn't have that in my list of possibilities no and like i i took that probably as 
if, if there was any statement I took when he has his the pillow over his, her head mm. with his knee on the pillow, uh, not he hadn't actually wanted to do that. He hadn't intended to do it, but he's doing it. Yeah. I took that as a statement of silencing, silencing women, basically, even though all this movie has been about, you know, the getting back or the, yeah. the voice of women, the Me Too type, type stuff. This was going to be just the, the final comment that, you know, still yeah. men get the final word and all get touched up. Yeah. And I, I would have rathered actually it, it stopped there. I thought it, that would have been impactful. Oh my God, can you imagine? Yeah. Everyone would have just left in shock, but then you'd have so much to talk about, wouldn't you? I, I wanted it to stop there and I really wow. thought this is, wow, this is, this has got me. That, that whole moment, man, it's, it, it comes down to like, in the end, I'm just trying to think through this, what Emerald's saying here by making this choice. Mm. But the thought was, you know, when a man's confronted um, with something that's that uncomfortable that he can't get out of, and there's going to be a real repercussion that he's going to have to yeah, live yeah. with, that he will turn into the, like a beast again and rely on his, his strength. That's exactly right. And, yeah. and shut it down and probably get away with it, you know? It's, it's full on. Yeah. Because it's not that you don't... It's not that you don't feel for him at that point. Like, that, that's an awful thing to say because you... Mm. He has acted in this scene fairly reasonably. Yeah, um, that's true. And, and, and we, all we've seen of him is this. That's all we've seen. Yes, so we, we don't point. We don't know the situation from, from back then, but the... Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he's saying and doing all the right things in the situation up to that point. He's sort yeah. of going, well, well, wait a second. I don't want to, you know, I'm not interested in this. But, you know, okay. even, even me as a, as a male <laughs> yeah. and as a viewer, by the time I've got this far in the film, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, right, but yeah. really he's a bloke and they're all the same. Yeah. So the, the, the film has got me into the same mindset as Cassie. What a, what a damning... It's damning damning statement on men and to be men sitting in this in like the cinema watching it yeah and going for that ride with our prosecco and our um <laughs> and, and our choc tops <laughs> we just finished our prosecco and our choc tops and now we're, we're filming we're... a podcast about the me too movement <laughs> we were confronted yeah no it's funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah what did, what did you think you, you mentioned the episodic nature i was torn by it hmm. Because I was like, this works in TV so well. Mm. You can do this. You can have a season. I reckon this this film had about eight oh. or nine episodes in it. Wow. It'd be a great TV series. It would be an incredible TV series. Yeah, yeah. It, and it was almost it was almost the season mapped mm. out in a film. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was torn by that because as a lover of cinema... Yeah, yeah. I was like, this isn't what you do. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but it works. It does work. I, I think it, it doesn't work as well as it could do mm. if, if it were more focused. But I, I think it works as well as it could have. I, I really, other than maybe, uh, like I said, I kind of wish it had stopped before he woke up the next morning and, they, and it turned into a, uh, what was the line? You kill the stripper at your bachelor party what is this, the 90s? <laughs> yeah. So it, it turned into a murder, bury, yeah. win, like the film we reviewed. Yes, or from, Very Bad Things from, or any of these yeah. films. Yeah, totally. Um, for a moment. And that I could have done without, 
yeah. that, but I thought it's a fun nod to yeah. the genre. But yeah. And then the last act, you know, we've got the text messages that are all scheduled mm. and the police storming into the yeah. to the wedding. I, I mean, I suppose on one level, if you want an ending where you feel like it hasn't been a giant waste of time, mm. her her whole life's journey, I guess, yeah. then you need that. You need some closure. Yeah. But it does. It did make me roll my eyes a little bit. Yeah, me you know, too. It's the whole. Oh, that's a little bit too well thought out. You know, they probably had to do it, and it wasn't to. a bad ending. Like it was another twist. You know, coming back from the the grave with text messages in. Yeah. You know, in the twenty twenties, uh, but you I know, don't know. Rather, rather than all the clever little text messages, mm. I would have just rathered, and this is what I was expecting: is the video was sent out. I that was, it was the final. Be. Just the final thing is screw you all i'm sending the video anyway just in case you know i, I mean that seemed like the clumsiest part of the whole thing the end. yeah cast what do cast. you reckon um, uh, first firstly um kerry mulligan i didn't even know who it was i had to ask you at the end yeah yeah like i know her i've seen her in millions of things but i hadn't actually hadn't twigged to who i was watching I almost was, unrecognizable she's, thought it was a newcomer she's lost a lot of weight i think that's is that why what it, she is looks, that what it was okay she looks really um like because she's she's really like really like she's lost a lot of weight it seems it, it just changes the shape of her face it took me a little while i knew she was in the film but it just took me a little while to recognize mm. her which is odd i mm. thought she was an astounding perfor- performance though yeah she's great um, and she's always been good. Every film that she's in, she's she's a knockout, and yeah. she was great in this as well. At a couple of times, I was taken by the soundtrack. Any yes. comments or thoughts about that? There were some beautiful soundtrack moments. Yeah, I think the score I was less convinced about. Agree. Yeah, I, yeah. There was it was overly scored at times. Yeah, and but the soundtrack choices were banging. But the score kind of went with those genre shifts. It did. Yeah, it yeah. did. But I just maybe a little too much mm. i think it i think it, it was a little heavy-handed yeah good idea but a little heavy-handed i think yeah the score but the the soundtrack there was the there was the instrumental version of toxic by britney spears as she's walking up in her was in that instrument it was instrumental yeah oh I'd, I'd written down the toxic that was the clear highlight that soundtrack was the, that was the best it was the best yeah and that is that that version of it was was banging it was great because it was psycho sexy. Yes. Yeah, yeah which totally. is exactly what she was right yeah, then. Absolutely. Yeah. Walking up sort of in her nurse's outfit, ready to go to war. Mm. Perfect choice. And what made that all the more, you know, exciting was the fact that it was directly after the little rom-com episode because yeah. uh, there'd been, I don't know how long it was, 20 minutes or something, when <laughs> when it was just her and the yeah. this kind of pretty limp sort of guy <laughs> uh, just having having oh. this relationship and who the ups it, who, and downs. Who, wait a second. In, in, do you think in Emerald's mind that mm. is the perfect version of a male? Yeah, good question. I, I did wonder what he was rep- meant to represent and what we're meant to... Because Think he's, about him. he's not an alpha in any way. Like no. he's the opposite of an alpha male. Although he is a doctor, has a good job, mm. but he's a but he's a he's a pediatrician, so yeah. he's not really a powerful. <laughs> he's not like a powerful <laughs> alpha male, do- male yeah, doctor. Yeah. He's, he's a pediatrician. A, he's a gentle doctor. He's a gentle doctor. Yeah, and he's tall and goofy and a bit nerdy and a little bit effeminate at times. A little bit effeminate. Yeah. He 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 knows all the lyrics to Paris Hilton songs. That's right. I don't know. 
<laughs> can we not make can we not make a statement about men and toxic masculinity, but also not use a guy that's that that's yeah. that as the perfect example? I don't know. No, it's a, it's a good point. But, <laughs> uh, I want. Yeah, no, it's it's just a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he had to be because he wasn't. He was very relatable all through. Like he was yes. funny. Yeah, like he. I think he was just positioned as a great catch and a yeah. reasonable guy. He still had the guy moment where he, you know, was trying to con True. her into getting his, into his apartment. Yes, and then was remorseful and realized it was too far. Re- realized he'd gone too far. Cinema tens open, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but he he uh, um, he ultimately turns out to be a douchebag as well. At least yeah. you have been involved in the douchebaggery. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Like he's sort of he was he was there, and that's where it's a, hard. A bystander. That's where it's hard for any of us blokes to hide from it. Yeah, because he really he really was the perfect guy like he's maybe that's the point he's a good i think that's one of the points and, yeah. and yet even he is implicated because he's turned his eye turned he's turned away from something pretty horrific yeah that's true that's mm. true maybe that's the point maybe it's actually clever i don't know i, don't know. I think <laughs> I, well, I think it's clever I, yeah. I, I don't have many problems with the film i just thought it was really really cool yeah yeah absolutely well okay should we talk about remind me of's I just want to ask one question. Yes. The, yeah, the episodic nature and the one, two, three, four, five. Normally you'd have it like at the start of the film, one. Yes. You know, act one. But I, we, we'd got a third through and then I all of a sudden they, they started. Even halfway through. Like it felt like we were a long way through yeah, yeah. before the episodes kicked off. Which I didn't, I didn't mind. It personally. made me laugh, honestly. Yeah. When the one popped up. <laughs> I laughed. So I, I literally laughed because I was like, oh, wait a second. Are we doing that now, are we? Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> but but I, I laughed assuming that she's done that in a knowing way. Yes. Like saying, it was a giant pink one as well. Like it was the whole no, screen. How good was yeah. So, pink. I mean, I think, yes, that's knowing that she's, she's just gone. Oh, you thought you knew what this film was? Wait a second. Yeah. You've got it completely wrong. I'm going to put a giant pink one act one type thing in here that was nice yeah. i like any playing with form and structure i, I kind of like as mm-hmm. long as i assume they know what they're as, as long as i assume we're in safe hands i just don't know the audiences are going to love it on a whole mm. i think it's going to be a bit weird and uncomfortable for most people mm. which i'm fine with like that's that's okay but if you're trying to make a film that's gonna not be indie then and have a have a broader appeal and the cast yeah. in here suggests a broader appeal because they've she's got huge names in yeah. this melina um, melina what's his name alfred melina yes yeah 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 chocolate yeah yeah <laughs> alfred melina's in there he has a he has a great little episode whatever chapter yeah yeah um yeah i mean you think then this is intended for a broader <laughs> audience but then the way it's the way mm. the film's been made suggests otherwise i don't know no that's a, it's a it's a great point and which way would you go on it if you had this film and you were you could either mm. sharpen it up to be have a broader broader appeal yeah so take away some of the indie grating things or just pair it back and just make it you know get rid of some of the the broad appeal stuff and make it really indie which way would you go 
I think um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't with this story go for a mainstream. You wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I don't think I would. No. I agree. I think she's done the right thing in general. Mm-hmm. Maybe she could have taken it further. I don't know. Yeah. Because it is a weird l- already. It's a already little more indie. A little more indie. A little mm-hmm. more risky. Yeah. Um, could have been great. To could me- have become a cult film at that point. I don't think it will become a cult film. And to me, that's because of the last act. Yeah. If they had stopped at her dying, yeah. then I think um, Could you I imagine? would be... Well, exactly. That would destroy at festivals. People yeah. would just... They would gasp. They'd gasp. And what, <laughs> the that's roll. what you want. You want to yeah, gasp. That's right. That's right. Because I had a couple of gasps. You're right. The ending's a bit weak. The ending yeah. is a nod to Hollywood. Yeah, it is. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Reminds me of... what what. So what do okay. we, we haven't. Normally we have to, days to think about this. Yeah. We've had fifteen minutes. So I have a couple. Nothing great. Yeah, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do what we can. Um, the first one that came to mind was simply for the whole diary with all the names that yes. she's ticking off. Billy Madison. This is out there and a stupid reference, but I could not help but think of um, Bushimi in Billy Madison putting on lipstick <laughs> and writing down the names of all of the people in high school that, that, that bullied him <laughs> okay, and then taking them off, crossing them off one at a time. I haven't seen, <laughs> I haven't seen Billy Madison. There you go. Awful. Anyway, anyway that's, a, that's, that's a silly one. But. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the in point of my first one and that oh, is great. Lovecraft Country. We, we, we mentioned Lovecraft yeah, Country we so have. often. Yeah, but the, recently there's been a couple yeah, the the character, the um, the woman who lures the men back and kills them because she's some fantastical beast that kills men. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was what was she called? Uh, no idea. No idea. Either. American Gods had that creature as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and that's that's she seems like just yeah this terrorist that goes and consumes men, even though she's yeah. not really. She's being quite gentle. Yeah. Really, but absolutely. That's great. That's great. Yeah. That, that is all. That is basically the same, the same concept. That's what her existence had become, Carrie mm. Mulligan's character. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's great. The Babysitter. I couldn't stop thinking about the Babysitter, is which that- is McGee's film, Netflix film, mm. and it's not as good as this, but yeah. it's very genre. It's it it knows what it is and it's leaned into it 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was the tone of this where. Think, you know, you don't know what to trust. You don't know who's trustworthy and it shifts and it's psychotic on some level was like a big part of it. Yeah. It really reminded me of that. Also not a very strong one, but it was in there a little bit. Okay. Is it worth me seeing? Because I've seen that come up in the queue, but um, I haven't, haven't bothered Only with. if you want something mindless and a little bit of fun. Oh, look, mindless yeah. and a little bit of fun is, is <laughs> my, my middle names. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what else? Well, reminded of just through the the fact that the film used the footage of it was a, a clip of Robert Mitchum, and I think it was either um, Night of the Hunter or Cape Fear. I'm not sure which, but it had Robert Mitchum pu- pulling up in a car, looking really alpha male. Um, oh, that was a great little segment. Did you see? It was I just a snippet. I didn't recognise what it was from though. The parents were watching a film. Yeah, yeah, that's right, and. Again, I can't remember. And he was which... talking to God. He was driving was his he? car and I think he was driving his car and talking to God. Well, in both of those films that I mentioned, <laughs> yep. he was a real menacing 
uh, alpha male character, and it was, yeah. it was scary really scary in both a real so predator real predator that's yeah. yeah that's the word a predator wow i thought that was just really nicely snuck in there for a beautiful just a bit of a, a bit of a feels for how i keep how coming back to thesis this this film felt like a thesis for emerald like she had pulled together all of these ideas but she's a ripper yeah like I, this is this is her first feature you said i think i, I saw that she'd done a short yeah uh i haven't i can't I'll have to look at her catalogue of acting credits because I, I don't really know her. She's an actor. I, I can't. Um, I mean, we only just looked her up, but um, but she's she's written a lot of TV. There's The uh, Crown, yeah. and uh, what was the other one? Killing Eve. Ah, Killing Eve. I haven't yeah. seen the whole se season, but but that's it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any of Killing Eve, but I keep hearing about how great it was. Yeah, me too. Um, and. I've talked about TV, it really reminded me of mm. TV, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe not so much The Crown, but I, I haven't seen Killing Eve and I wonder if there's some Killing Eve in this film. I don't know. Mm. I'm thinking gross misconduct. Mm. I'm not sure, I can't remember what that was, but I feel like it had more of a traditional male gaze on it. And Wild Things, with Chad, um, oh, man. Matt Wild Dillon things. and yeah. Eve Campbell and Denise richards denise richards oh my god what a uh, film. that's just the subject matter of yeah of, um playing playing with this that's a this, nice these classic, blur these blurry lines absolutely yeah but this is done with a woman's perspective yes and, and that to me makes it all the more all the more fresh yeah that's all i've got have you got anything else no Doc? i'm how far are we through the well i'm i'm almost I'm, done I'm, I'm well under a standard poor i'm well under a standard poor as well <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? That's good timing, I think. No, I think that was that was good. This is an experiment. Did we say we're at the pen, the new cinema? The new in cinema, Pentridge, Pentridge Palace, Pentridge in Palace. the old prison. Yeah. And they just had the, um, I think they just had the debut or the whatever the premiere of the dry with Eric Banner here the other day. Oh, really? And Eric Banner was in Chopper, so that's why they chose this place. I think. I'm guessing. Ah, because, okay. Yeah. Well, for our international audience, Pentridge is an old prison in Melbourne, Australia. Yep. Uh, and now is a housing development. So they gutted it and <laughs> there's all houses where the prison was. And now there's a cinema where the prison was as well. And Eric Banner played Chopper Reed. And Chopper <laughs> Reed was a notorious criminal that used to be in this prison. That's the story. Okay, and now here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Talking about girls killing blokes. Or trying to. <laughs> I think that's a wrap. I think it's a wrap, Kim Logan. Okay. I'll we'll see you at the next one. See you next week, Baron. All right, catch ya. Bye.